You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. Good morning. Here are the top stories in your morning news bulletin. India and Russia on Wednesday agreed to explore ways to expand the export of Russian energy, including oil and coal, to Indian markets as external affairs minister S Jaishankar and his counterpart Sergey Lavrov charted a course for future cooperation between the two countries. Jaishankar, who is on a 5-day visit to Russia, met Lavrov for a sweeping review of bilateral relations, including cooperation in energy and military tech. following his talks on tuesday with deputy prime minister denis mancharov that largely focused on trade and investment despite pressure from the us and its european partners following russia's invasion of ukraine in february 2022 india ramped up purchases of russian energy and other commodities such as fertilizers The Indian side has consistently called for the end of hostilities in Ukraine but has refrained from publicly criticizing Russia's actions. Following his talks with Jaishankar, Lavrov described energy cooperation as a strategic area of the overall relationship that Russia intends to strengthen. He told a joint news conference, "We agreed on the expansion of the exports of Russian hydrocarbons to the Indian market as well as the cooperation in the peaceful use of nuclear energy." Members of the Karnataka Rakshana Vedika, a pro-Kannada activist group, were detained on Wednesday after they vandalized some stores in Bangalore demanding Kannada nameplates to be put up abiding by the guidelines of the civic authority. Several videos of their rampage on Bangalore streets in front of Phoenix Mall of Asia went viral. Karnataka Rakshana Vedika President TN Narayan Govda said his organization organized an awareness protest rally about the 60% Kannada on sign board rule which is a government law. Some social media accounts claimed nameplates which had Kannada apart from English were also vandalized. Brihad Bangalore Mahanagar Palak has come up with a rule that all commercial establishments will have to put up 60% signage in Kannada. More than half of a sign board should read in Kannada according to this guideline. A deadline of 28 February has been given, failing which the shops will be closed and their trade licenses cancelled. A complaint was lodged at the Ghatkopar police station in Mumbai against Bollywood actor Ranbir Kapoor and his family members for allegedly hurting religious sentiments over a Christmas celebration video. The complainant, Sanjay Tiwari, contended in the complaint that the video shows the actor pouring liquor on a cake and setting it on fire while uttering the phrase Jai Mata Di. Tiwari asserts that in Hinduism, The fire god is traditionally invoked before other deities and Kapoor and his family deliberately used intoxicants in their celebration of a different religious festival all the while celebrating the festival of another religion. He alleged that the act of setting the cake on fire followed by the Jai Mata Di chant hurt his religious sentiments. No first information report FIR has been registered in the case yet. In a video shared on Instagram by the official account of entertainment magazine Filmfare, a man apparently pours liquor over a cake as Ranbir, sitting beside Alia Bhatt, lights it and says Jai Mata Di. 
According to Filmfare, the video was from the Kapoor's family Christmas lunch. Former Congress President Sonia Gandhi's son-in-law Robert Vadra and daughter Priyanka Gandhi Vadra bought land in Haryana through a Delhi-based real estate agent who also sold land to NRI businessman CC Thampi. The Enforcement Directorate has claimed, while adding that Vadra and Thampi have a long and thick relationship that extends to common and business interests. The larger case involves fugitive arms dealer Sanjay Bhandari, who is under investigation by multiple agencies for money laundering, violation of foreign exchange and black money laws, and the Official Secrets Act. He fled India for the UK in 2016. Thampi has been accused of facilitating Bhandari to hide proceeds of crime, along with Sumit Chadha, a British national. Though Ed has named Robert Vadra in earlier charge sheets related to the case as a close aide of Thampi, this is the first time that Priyanka Gandhi has been mentioned in an official document submitted to court. In the latest charge sheet, filed in November and reviewed by HT on Wednesday, the federal agency has alleged that estate agent HL Pava, who sold properties to both Vadra and Thampi, received cash out of the books for the land purchase in Haryana, and that Vadra did not pay the full amount for the sale. Pava also sold agricultural land to Priyanka Gandhi in 2006 and bought it back from her in 2010, the agency said. The mouthpiece of an influential Muslim Sunni body of clerics in Kerala has hit out at the Congress for its non-committal stance on whether it would attend the consecration ceremony at the Ram Temple in Ayodhya on 22 January. The editorial published in Suprabhatam, the mouthpiece of the Ek faction of the Sanstha Kerala Jamiyatul Ulma, Sanstha, on Wednesday attacked the Congress for its alleged soft Hindutva stance by pointing out actions of its senior leader and former Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Kamal Nath. The Congress stance seems to be that it wants to attend the Ram Temple event to prevent the erosion of its Hindu vote base in North India especially with Lok Sabha elections approaching. It is this soft Hindutva stance that has taken the party which ruled India for 36 years down to its present condition. The Congress leadership may not know this but the people of India do, the editorial said. It pointed to Kamal Nath sending 11 silver bricks for the construction of the Ram Temple as evidence of the Congress soft Hindutva approach. The Sangh Parivar forces are experts at exploiting religion and belief to achieve political aims. But who is giving the Congress leadership the foolish advice of countering the Sangh Parivar with the same methods, the editorial asked. If the Congress does not rethink its stance on such issues, the BJP will come back to power at the centre in the 2024 elections, the newspaper warned. The party that led the freedom movement in the country will be reduced to trash in the pages of history books, it said. You were listening to the HT Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HT Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HT Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. Hold up. 